1: Hello, everybody. My name is Shannon. Um, I play Scarlet on uh, Paradise RPG every Monday night at 7pm Eastern Standard Time. I also host the Tim and Shannon Power Hour on Sunday nights at 7pm Eastern Standard Time where uh, Tim, who plays Cal, and I, we discuss the previous episode, we speculate on what's going to happen in the next session, and we interview people and generally make fools of ourselves. And it's super fun. We are on Twitter p- at Paradise RPG. I am on Twitter at sroby25. Our awesome DM Sean is also on Twitter at at odo underscore sean. Cal is on Twitter at unt durian boy u n t d u r a n underscore b o i. I believe I spelled that right. Stefan, who plays Kieran, is also on Twitter at the Stephanator. <laughs> and we are on Instagram at Paradise R- RPG. And we're on YouTube and Twitch. Um, no spaces when you spell that. Um, and we just recently are a podcast now, too. We're on Spotify and Stitcher and Google Podcasts and iTunes and anywhere you want to find podcasts. Fires all day. What the hell happened? <laughs>
2: oh, it just it just came they came out of nowhere. They, they just... They came and... There's just fires everywhere. Thank you for helping.
0: Was well, no trouble. I was in the area when I started hearing from people who were fleeing. And I came as fast as I could. I'm sorry I wasn't able to help more to stop the fire from spreading. But I've done what I can.
2: You did. And we're very grateful.
0: What exactly happened? How did it all? The start. Oh, and also... Sorry, I'm forgetting my manners. My name is Estrella.
1: Oh, it's nice to meet you. My name is Scarlet.
0: Nice to meet you as well. Now, Scarlet, do you know what happened here? Like, what's going on?
2: You know, I... I don't know. We had encountered some bandits on the road, and... I think these might have been the same ones, but I don't know what they're doing here. I don't know what they want, and they just, they came, and everything just turned to fire. Uh,
0: strange and tragic. Also uh, very frustrating.
2: Quite frustrating. I've
0: been hearing whispers about something going on here, nothing concrete, that's why I was in this area. I, there's something magical, I, I, I don't know. Came here to see if I could figure it out and found the town on fire. Mm. So, what brought you here? Do you live here?
2: No, I, I'm from somewhere farther away, but kind of ended up here just, just by chance. I, um, I guess I might as well bear my soul to a stranger. Everybody else knows it now. I'm looking for my brother. He was taken when we were about 18, and I don't know where he is.
0: Sorry to hear that. Would you perhaps like a drink? I've been meaning to order myself something.
2: That would be lovely, thank you.
0: Alright, I'll have a round of drinks for me and my friend here. So, you have any leads on where your brother could have gone?
2: Nothing. Nothing. I've been searching for years and I've got nothing to go on and it's incredibly frustrating.
0: I couldn't even begin to imagine. Were you there when he disappeared?
2: <laughs> yeah, I watched it happen. It was awful. Just awful.
0: Terribly sorry. No one should have to go through that.
2: And yet people do all the time. But thank you.
0: That's true. Did you come here following a lead?
2: I did. Yes. I I was following a lead and I was actually following a lead in another town, and I met Timber, who actually isn't here. He hasn't been here for a few days now, but he'll he'll be, I'm sure he'll be back. He left a note. Um, But I met him, and then we journeyed on the road together, and we ended up here, and we met the rest of our party, and one thing kind of just led to the other. We kind of fell into all of this, and I don't want to say we're on house arrest, but we kind of are on house arrest. With the general, I don't think he likes us very much, or at least he doesn't like me very much. And I'm being watched. I'm pretty sure.
0: What For the reason would he have to put you under the house arrest?
2: <laughs> well, we made quite a stir upon our first arrival here. We talked with a general—no, uh, not a general, a uh, sergeant of the town and he said there were some strange murders that had been happening and no one really knew it was what was the cause of it but one of his fellow guards had seen something but hadn't been to work in a long time so he kind of asked us to go investigate as the guard was stretched very thin and having nothing else to do we agreed and when we investigated we fell face forward into a mystery a deadly mystery at that there's been assassins there's been thief attempts. There's been lots of mystery and lots of questions unanswered.
0: Sounds like quite like an honor them indeed. And like how many adventures start out. Mm. You offered to help, and next thing you know, you're up to your eyeballs in questions <laughs> that you don't know the answer to, and everyone wants to kill you.
2: <laughs> that is an accurate summary.
0: So where do you, what were you able to find out about the murders and what's been going on here?
2: Well, we traced it back to the Archdruid, and the Archdruid of Maginset, and he, it turns out he was sacrificing people to a god, the Ashkeeper, who made him do terrible things, and the Lord of Maginset didn't know.
0: I would hope not.
2: Yeah, (laughs) once he did know, he asked us to put a very quick stop to it. And so we did. We brought him down and we found out he actually had been experimenting on his followers as well as sacrificing. And he was turning them into some sort of undead creature. Cal very uh, eloquently named them fungus zombies. And we fought a lot of them. And I've seen my fair share of undead and I won't be sad if I don't see them again.
0: I can imagine. Mm. Also, it's hard to picture what kind of bastard would do that to their own followers, but...
2: An unimaginable one, for sure.
0: Did you put it into him?
2: Ah, uh, we did. It Actually, he almost escaped the second time, or the first time, so we were able to subdue him, and he was kept in the Lord's Manor, and he was going to be transported to another town, but before that could happen, there was an escape attempt and it happened when we were attending a feast in our honor for being the heroes of Maginset. Set. I don't know where heroes came from. We've only been here for a little while, but nevertheless, we attended this feast and while we were at the feast, more assassins came and they wreaked havoc in the Great Hall. And under all of that, the Archdruid attempted to escape. And we were able to defeat the assassins and some of the party guests ended up becoming zombies. That's something you're never going to unsee. Well. Yep. I will forever be able to to see it. Uh, so while all that was happening, there was a commotion down in the, in the basement and... There were more assassins down there. There was uh, a, a lamp thing that was emitting these wisps. And when those wisps went into people, it turned them into zombies. And then we fought some more zombies. Like I said, I will not be sad if I don't see this again.
0: I can imagine. I- yeah,
2: it's, it's not fun. So the Archdruid had transformed himself into a rat and attempted to escape. But our our Wiswick, our uh, our, our gnome, he figured it out and he stopped him. And a little while later, I I believe it was within the next few days, the Archdruid was executed. And the same day that he was executed, this new general, General Aldrich Kinsley, came into town and he started... Threw the hammer down, as it were, and he brought me and my friends in for investigations. No, not investigations.
0: For questioning?
2: Yes, and some were more interview-like, and others were more interrogation-like, and he knows so much more than he lets on.
0: I wondered why he was sent and why he chose to interrogate you. That's not the normal actions taken by a new general coming to a no new command.
2: Cal thinks it's a political move from the, the king of Uxland trying to show his power. I think I agree.
0: Mm, it makes sense. Some kings can be obnoxious and morons.
2: Yes, and this one is young.
0: Young kings can be the worst.
2: Mm, I don't really pay attention much to it. I have much more important things to worry about, but when it's this close...
0: Staying alive and finding your brother? Yeah, like that—is anyone in your family been trying to help as well, or is it just you?
2: There's no one left. It's just me.
0: I'm truly sorry to hear that.
2: Thank you. I, I'm I'm terribly sorry. I, where are my manners? I have... I'm blabbering on about this. What about you? Where have you come from?
0: My home is a place I'm... It's not a place I can go back to.
2: Oh. Uh, <laughs> you and me both.
0: But the good news is, uh, the whole, all the worlds are my home. I wandered, I watched things. I helped make sure what happened to my home never happens again.
2: Mm, it's a very noble way of life. If it's not too bold, what happened to your home?
0: Let's just say there is... A very powerful person who enjoyed his power a little too much, and...
2: I know all about that.
0: All he wanted was to rule the whole land. Mm. And he ruled it cruelly, and no one stood up to him until it was too late. There was no way to remove him without the land itself being destroyed. Mm -hmm. So, we saved what we could... Me and some friends and destroyed the land and him with it.
2: Wow. I'm so sorry.
0: It's what needed to happen. Other people are the mattered, and they're safe and they'll never again have to live under that kind of tyranny.
2: At least something good came out of it.
0: That is true. Also, it's nice living in a world where it's not possible for someone to bind themselves to the world like that.
2: Hmm. I'll drink to that.
0: Oh, <sighs> yeah. Tell me more about these friends of yours. How did you meet them and get involved?
2: <laughs> Timber and I kind of just fell into it. We both happened to be in the same place at the same time. And <laughs> I pulled his daughter out of a burning building. And that is how we met. You got, You don't really... Uh, you become friends after something like that.
0: I would say so.
2: Yeah. Um. And then, so, we journeyed together for a few weeks. And then we ended up here in Maginset and... That's where we met Cal and Giron and Wizwick, and they they had all known each other and they were adventuring together and Cal and I just started talking in this very tavern, actually. We were sitting right over there and he just struck up a conversation and he's very charming and he introduced us to his friends and we started asking questions about the goings on of the town and the rest is history. Now we're together.
0: I'm happy that you've found a new family, in a way.
2: Yeah, I guess they are my new family.
0: And perhaps they will help you find your old family as well.
2: They did say that. I gave them the option to leave because my past is not something that I want them to get caught up in, and it's something that's catching up with me, and I don't want them to pay for what I've done in the past.
0: If you don't mind me asking... What is it that you've done that's so terrible?
2: I'm no longer a member, but I used to be a member of the Crimson Court. And this court is not as noble as it sounds. We deal in dangerous things. I'm not proud of it.
0: How did you get involved with them?
2: By accident, wrong place at the wrong time. I have a knack for showing up there. They forced me to join, and then I left, because I didn't want to be there anymore. And they asked me to do something that I just couldn't do, so I left.
0: i have to say you're far braver than most.
2: Or <laughs> stupid. I'm not sure I'd call it bravery.
0: You stood up and didn't let them make you do something you didn't want to do. There are many who would have capitulated in order to ensure their own survival, but you didn't. You stood up, and then you left.
2: But I stood up to ensure my own survival, and it was at the expense of others.
0: Sometimes life does not present you with easy choices.
2: No, it doesn't, does it?
0: <sighs> if it were easier, then you wouldn't really appreciate the good things, would you?
2: haven't had a little good things recently. Although I suppose meeting my friends has been the highlight of the shit that's been the last few months.
0: Sometimes you have to find whatever silver lining you can find, no matter how thin Mm. it may be.
2: Sometimes it's the silver of my dagger, but I take your point.
0: It's whatever works. So I'm still trying to wrap my head around what's been going on with this town and why the razors attacked?
2: Mm, I don't know either. I actually have a suspicion and I should probably find my friends at some point to go check it out but we actually I think we met these bandits on the road just recently and they were attacking a farmhouse and a family for seemingly no reason Cal being the noble one he is Brushed forward to help, and he was ready to run into that building, the burning building, but I stopped him, and I went in myself, because we found out from the man and the woman, actually no, the woman was unconscious at that point, the man that was there, he said his son was inside, and Cal almost ran in, and if he had gone in, he would surely have died, but fire doesn't hurt me like it does others, so I went in and pulled that boy out, and We watched the bandits. Before that, we watched them just laugh. Cal and I did take care of a few of them, but some of them got away. And looks like they brought reinforcements.
0: Sounds like a group of absolute bastards, if you ask me.
2: I couldn't agree more.
0: Aside from the new general, have there been any other changes in the town? Anything new and strange showing up before the bandit attacks?
2: Well... Before, the, before we knew about the Archdruid and before we knew about the foul things that he was doing, we were talking to Sergeant McClear, who told us that his fellow guard, Angus, I believe his name was, had seen something and he hadn't been to his post in a few days. And he asked us to go see if he was all right. And so we did. And when we did... I know actually, Ciaran noticed it first because he's very perceptive. He noticed a symbol above the door of Angus's house. And he, when he pointed it out to us, I recognized it as a symbol in a language used among criminals. And it was a symbol that marked the next victim. And we told Angus that that was there. And as you can imagine, was not, none too pleased. So we had him move to the barracks for that night and we did a stakeout. We wanted to see what would happen if we stayed long enough and at a place that was marked for its next target, whoever it was. And so we stayed and two assassins showed up and we fought them. And it was, it's all a blur now. But we were able to convince the captain of the guard that... The archdruid was involved, and it took a little bit. I ended, actually ended up spending a night in prison, but that was my own fault. And then, here we are.
0: I've spent my fair share of nights in prison.
2: Mm. It's not the most comfortable.
0: Mm-hmm. No, um, unless you're able to sneak something in to make it the more comfortable.
2: I figured I was in enough trouble I didn't need to close anymore, but I could have easily gotten out if I wanted to.
0: That's fair. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's best to keep your head down and your nose clean mm-hmm. and let them underestimate you. Yes. Best save your, all of your tricks for a time when they're more needed.
2: They definitely haven't seen everything.
0: That's probably a good thing. <laughs> it sounds like there's some weird things going on.
2: That's for sure.
0: I've heard, of, heard of the talk. I don't have many people in this area, but heard rumors of a mask or something. Uh, I'm familiar with some who are talented when it comes to divination. <laughs> they haven't found anything clear about something with a mask. <laughs>
2: That mask has been... That's going to be the bane of my existence.
0: Also, it is, one here.
2: Yes, there is. It belonged to the Archdruid, and he used it during his rituals. And uh, Wiswick tried to... Actually, this... This is a... Oh, my goodness. I can't believe that we did this, but... He wanted to study it more once he knew that it existed. He's learned in the arcane ways and was curious about what the mask represented and what its powers were, so...
0: Don't tell me he put it on.
2: Well, almost, but I was able to wrench it away from him in time.
0: Good. That never ends well.
2: Yes, no. No, definitely not. But we didn't have it to begin with because it was in the Archdruid's dwelling and... After we had captured the Yacht Druid for the first time, we did a raid of his dwelling, of his home, and we found—did we find the mask there? I don't—I don't quite remember. My head hurts. But one thing led to another. Wizwick found out about the mask and found out what it was, and he asked me to get it for him, as I am someone who is quite sneaky.
0: That's a good trait to have.
2: It comes in handy, usually.
0: Especially when you're trying to survive and there's people that want to kill you. Yes,
2: especially when there's people who can see me. So, Wiswick asked me to get the mask, and my intention was to sneak in, grab it, and sneak out. But instinct kicked in, and <sighs> I ended up killing a god for no reason, other than I didn't want to be seen it was habit and I'm not proud of it and pretty sure the general knows about it although we told him that we found the mask somewhere different he doesn't believe it he knows that I did it but before he could do anything further with that the bandits came and I'm pretty sure he's a little preoccupied with that at the moment so I got the mask brought it back gave it to Wiswick he almost put it on I wrenched it out of his grasp and gave it to Timber to hold on to and then we went on a side journey, looking for more information about the Archdruid's experiments what he had been doing. And we went to his tower, which was a few miles away, and we met we met a Satyr there, who, as far as I can tell, was working with the Archdruid, or working for the Archdruid, probably for was more accurate. And the Archdruid was keeping him from his home and was trying to get him back home and Details aren't very clear, but we decided to tell the general when we got back to town that we had found the mosque at the Archdruid's tower as a kind of a, uh, a convenient lie. <laughs> but he saw right through it.
0: Sounds like you've been in quite the tricky situation since you arrived here.
2: Yes, I would quite like to leave, and I tried to convince the others that that's what we should do, and if we had done that, we wouldn't be where we are now, but here we are.
0: Stuck in the middle of a mystery that might take some doing to unravel.
2: Yes. And I'm not sure I care to stay around to figure it out. I've been distracted. I need to get back to searching for Reese. My brother, his name is Reese.
0: What uh, in your search brought you here? What were you looking for?
2: So the night that I left the court, I discovered some information that led me to the town where I met Timber. And then Timber and I discovered that we had some common goals aligned, and we ended up here together. What I am looking for, specifically, and maybe you've seen. And actually, I probably should ask because I'm asking everyone. Have you seen anyone that has burnt handprints on their face?
0: Not that I know of, no, <laughs> but then I haven't been here for very long.
2: That's what everyone says. Not a single person has seen. And I mean, I guess if I had burnt handprints on my face, I wouldn't want to show it either. But that's my only clue. Reese gave that man the handprints on his face. And that man knows where he is. Or at least he knows what's happened to him. And that is all I have to go on.
0: If I were a person with burnt handprints on my face and the secret at the height, I would use some sort of glamour or mm. magical disguise to hide mm. that fact. It might be worth seeing if you could find something that will allow you to, a device or mm. a spell that will allow you to see through such disguises.
2: That's an interesting thought. I'll have to talk to Wiswick about it. He's the mage, as it were. I'm sure he knows about something about it.
0: Yeah, such items are challenging to come by at times, but...
2: Maybe I need to start asking different questions, but I wouldn't even know where to begin. I grow more in- more impatient with every passing hour. It's been much too long.
0: How long have you been searching on your own?
2: Oh, as long as I can remember. <laughs> At least ten years.
0: And you mentioned your friend has similar goals. Are they also missing someone?
2: Yes, he is missing someone. But he's asked me not to, to share it with anyone, so I'll, I'll just... I won't say anything more about that.
0: I can respect your friend's privacy. I'll keep an eye on the near out to see if I hear anything.
2: I appreciate that.
0: I'm not sure what I can do to help. It seems like there's something going on here unlike anything I've seen mm. in a very long time. And as I said, I haven't been in this world for uh, for very long.
2: Well, from what it sounds like, you're making the best of it and trying to help others and... Do some good. It's more than I can say for myself. So thank you for what you're doing.
0: We all have our own ways, and sometimes it takes time to come to terms with some of the things we've been forced to do and find ways to move Mm. on and no longer let that hold us back. Trust me when I say it took me a very long time, and I Mm. still struggle at times with what happened.
2: Well, I was about to say I can't imagine losing my home, but... That's exactly what happened. So I can imagine, and I'm sorry. It's a terrible, terrible burden.
0: That it is, but we must continue moving forward to find another way to find a new home, and a new family, make the world better so no one has to experience what we've been through. And it sounds like you've made some good friends, so you're going in the right direction.
2: I certainly hope so. I hope you're right.
0: I see good things in your future, and I count you as a friend, and it's...
2: (laughs) It's been a long time since somebody's told me there's good things in my future. I'm gonna hold on to that.
0: It's like I said, silver lining. It's always darkest before the dawn. Is that not how the saying goes?
2: It is, and I've, I've made myself very comfortable in that darkness. But maybe it's time to come out. It won't be easy, because I've lived this way for so long, and habits are hard to break.
0: You are not alone, that's the important part. You have friends and you have people who cared about you, that's more than many have. That is
2: true. I haven't had that for a long time and I guess it was about time that I had someone to look after me.
0: And someone to look after yourself. The way I see it, no matter how dark things get, there is always hope. So long as you continue to live and breathe, you can still make a difference.
2: But what if it's not enough?
0: You can only do as much as you can do. I suppose. Lots of people set out wanting to save the world, but sometimes it's okay to just save one person, and sometimes it's okay if that person is yourself.
2: Well, hopefully the one person that I end up saving will be Reese, Even if it means that I don't survive, but I would give my life for his.
0: When you were younger, there's still a child before all of this happened.
2: Before before all of this happened, what what was life like? It was so simple. I think that's what I miss the most. It was so simple. My father was a blacksmith, and we lived in our forge together. And we helped. Reese and I helped in the forge, and that was it. People came and ordered things, and my father made them, and we, we delivered them. And when we were older, we helped make things, and when we discovered that we... That fire didn't burn us as much as it burns other people. We got to help with really dangerous projects, which was very exciting. And then it wasn't there anymore.
0: I'm sure you'll find that simple life again in time. What of your mother, though?
2: Mother died when Reese and I were small. So it was just me and Reese and our father. That was all we really needed. We had friends in the town where we lived. But it was just us, and it was wonderful. And it all feels like a dream.
0: You may never be able to go back to those days, but I'm sure a day will come when you have a new wonderful. And until then, you have plenty of friends to help get you there.
2: I hope you're right. That would be best case scenario.
0: I hope I'm right too, because even if I'm not, I'm incredibly stubborn, so I cannot find a way to make sure I'm right.
2: <laughs> I know all about being stubborn.
0: When the world says your life is going to be one way, sometimes you have to tell the world, no, it's going to be another. You have to decide you're going to get your happy ending, and then you have to do whatever it takes to find that.
2: (laughs) The last time I saw Reese, he told me I had to do what I must to make this right, and that's exactly what I'm doing.
0: To make what right?
2: I'm sorry, I can't talk about that, it's too painful
0: understand we don't have to but if you ever need someone to share with nothing you say will ever go past me and bless your planning on taking over the world then I might have to do something about that mm.
2: <laughs> no I have no plans for world domination. my world is much smaller than that
0: and that is just fine. Why don't I get us uh, another round of drinks? Maybe we could find something happier to be remembered out to smile again. And before I leave tonight, I'll leave some way to communicate. And if I hear anything about the man with the birth or Mark's the arresting brother, I will pass it along.
2: Very much appreciate it. I like to think that meeting you was a step in the right direction. a a nudge someone's looking out maybe he's closer than i think
0: perhaps he is i might have a few people i can reach out to they're not here but they have ways of knowing things
2: any help is appreciated
0: i'll see what i can do in the meantime let's get another round of drinks and maybe get some food
2: i think that's a good idea drown the, the evening out before we have to do with the aftermath
0: yes indeed and who knows what tomorrow may bring it's a new day and there's no telling where it may lead
2: i need more outlook that you have
0: it takes a lot of practice and a lot of repeating it over and over until you've tricked yourself into believing it's true i'll give that a try and the next thing you know you realize that it is true
2: i'll remember that thank you
0: you're welcome i'm glad i sat down to talk to you
2: I am too. I needed this. Get out of my head, you know?
0: Trust me, I do. of Adventure is directed and produced by me, Brianna Toiber, as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. The music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what I'm doing and would like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and choose one of the tiers connected to Tales of Adventure. You can also leave a review on iTunes to make our show easier to find for those who need it.